Talk. This is your community's podcast with conversations about real estate, local happenings, and all things Winchester, Virginia. I'm Mark Francis, a local realtor, broker, and owner at Icon Real Estate. And I'm Megan Eanes, a local real estate agent for 20 years and part of the Icon Real Estate team. Mark and I are excited to share everything that we love about Winchester, Virginia with you. We want you to be informed, savvy real estate consumer in today's ever-changing market. Yep. If you want local knowledge, you have come to the right place. Episode 53 for Iconic Talk. I know. This is great. Rolling rolling down. um, That means we're past a year. I mean, that's kind of, I mean, if you do one a week, which we took one or two weeks off um, last year, we're well past over a year of Iconic Talk. We didn't have a birthday party. We should have had that a couple weeks ago. Happy anniversary to Iconic Talk. (laughs) There you go. (laughs) Something along those lines. Yeah. But thanks so much for all you loyal listeners and continue to share your friends. Um, What we're all about, we want to spread the word about how cool of a town Winchester is and then keep you informed on this real estate market. Well, I feel like that the real estate market has flattened and we've talked about that and that's perfectly fine it's summer it's vacations it's that time of year right we had our vacation conversation last week right right it's funny i actually had um i had an appointment this morning and i'll go ahead and plug it for all of you ladies and guys out there make sure you are your women are getting their mammograms and getting those checked um it's always a good thing, but it was funny when I always was... Always a good thing, but not fun, right? I no, mean, no, I wouldn't yeah. call it fun, no, but uh, <laughs> definitely a good thing to do. Um, self-care is, is really important, but it was funny when I'm and having the, you know, the whole thing. Uh, I was speaking to the lady, and she was talking about the market, and she and her ex-husband used to flip houses. Wow. Um, so here we are having this whole conversation about real estate and uh, about the market, and she's saying, yeah, with the interest rates and how they've gone up, and I was like, yeah, but... You know, if you've been doing this, 2003, she said she started. I said, even in the sixes, there are still good still interest really rates. Good. Yep. So definitely in comparison to, you know, even January, February of this year and certainly from last year. Right. And they've actually come down just a bit. Mm-hmm. I was talking to Marlon Beitzel and even a couple other lenders out there, and they've gone down just a hair. I'm like, Marlon, call our other buyers. Call the buyers for me and let them know because some people are worried and scared. And, and right. if they hear that little tidbit of good news that it, they've dropped from like the, the six range maybe down to like five and a quarter. Wow. Okay. Let's jump on something. So buyers just know that. That's kind of cool. That and there's a little bit more inventory now. Yep, more inventory. So it's you're not going to be in that competitive market. So if there's anybody that was in that kind of, I don't want to compete. I don't want to fall in love with the house and then have to you know, compete with five, six plus other offers and get rid of my home inspection and all these other things that I would want. It's we're back into that market. I feel like where you can you can write an offer and yep. you're not going to necessarily be in competition with it. Yep. So if you've been kind of waiting for that, come on, give Now's us a the call. Time. Now's the time. Now's the time. Well, what's new in my world is basically I had a few weeks of conversations with my family because I have a grandmother who lives on her own in Florida. And she was reaching out to us being like, I'm kind of like not doing great in Florida by myself. We've always wanted her to move to Virginia for the last several years since her husband passed. And so she's by herself. And we're like, why are you, why are you still in Florida by yourself? What do you have there for you? She's got, got friends. they got places. Like, I like it down here. The weather is warmer. Right. <laughs> you know, <laughs> she's finally getting to the place of like, I think it's time for me to move. So we had the whole family conversations, and she is going to be moving in with us here in Winchester. 
Exciting. Down, so now I've got to bring out all my contractors and say, all right, it's time to renovate our basement. We have a space that she can stay in, get like the chair stair lift kind of thing to make it easy and accessible and handicap friendly. And I'm putting on my, my real estate flipper hat on as well, bringing all my contractors. Okay, what's best for the house? What's best for her? And uh, what's best for the timing of our family and everything? So we're going to be doing that over the next several weeks. And it makes me realize, wow, like I'm, I'm excited that I have a place that has the space to allow her to do that and move in. Right. And um, I was thinking back to my old house, my old neighborhood, where we did have a, a space like that and we finished it off just for our kids. And I'm like, now I'm finishing off a space for my old kid. <laughs> right. Because, <laughs> you know, it, it's funny how like similar older and elderly people are to kids and toddlers, like we're not going to leave her alone in the house. So we're going to have to find, take care of her and watch right. over her. But she's still independent. But she doesn't want to be feel like that she has a babysitter. It's kind of like a like a six or seven-year-old. Independent, but you got to like make sure they're not like burning the house down, you know? Right. My my dad had had a stroke um, back in 2008. I was a couple months before my daughter was born. So he is a stroke survivor. He's doing wonderful. Cool. But after it first happened... Um, he was in a rehab facility. He came back home, and the the thing that most people are inclined to do is think that you can do more than you can. So we had to have some just friends that were coming over, kind of, and my mom was at work, mm. to just kind of hang out with yeah, my dad right. and just be there. And right. not that he necessarily – he didn't need it, but it was just to be, you know – so he wasn't going to go up the stairs or try to go downstairs, right. just things like that. And it yep. was – it was great for his friends and people from the church to come over and to just kind of sit. And it was good company for him, too. Yep. Because um, it was tough for him. And it was I mean, obviously for him to, to have those changes. And um, But it was great. We just had, uh, you know, people coming over and just hanging and out. And that's the and balance. It was a social, more of a social hour. And I'm obviously wanting to make sure that she's taking her medicine properly and that she's doing things, you know, and is being safe. And But at the same time, we want to entertain her and make sure that she has friends. And so just... With our network of people and friends and resources mm-hmm. that we have here, I feel way more at ease than trying to do that remotely for her in Florida. So having her here, just one or two people can pop by, just like you said, right. with your dad. It makes it easy to mm-hmm. just make you feel more comfortable that when I'm going off to work 12 hours a day away from the house, she'll be there. Right. And she's being taken care of. And maybe at the same time, maybe these people can actually help clean our house every now and then or or, <laughs> or prep some food for her or for us. So I'm trying to – yeah, we're going to be brainstorming what that looks like. Well, and with my dad's situation, he needed it just for, for a few months to try – you know, start working on um, d- different things. And he is extremely independent. Um, a lot of people probably wouldn't know. <clears throat> Um, what he had been through, but he is a he's a yep strong stroke now survivor and wow. I, like I said, the church was a really good yeah. uh, aspect. So I know yep. you are part of a, a large church, yep. And I'm sure if you put something out there with your church, that you'd have yep. people that were coming in and willing to kind of just sit and. Um, There's a whole team of people that do that. They typically go to hospitals, but I, I'm gonna start to kind of like pursue that. Just like you know, what are some of the other people who can just wander in and say hi and say hey i'm here to be a friend and i don't know help i'm in the city right now okay and and so you know it there's not a lot of you know rules or regulations or hoas you know Mm -hmm. in the city which is kind of nice (laughs) how nice for you yeah (laughs) and when i was referring to my other house that we lived in we lived in pioneer heights which is over on the east side of town 
And that's a funny story, too. We were basically, when we moved into town over 20 years ago, we didn't know the area at all. Young couple, no kids. We're just like, we want to do something. Is Winchester a town that has stuff for us? We weren't sure about that. But we knew, we're like, at the very least, if we want to go do something, we can drive to Northern Virginia, drive to D.C., you know, have stuff to do there. We weren't convinced that driving to West Virginia was an option. We ended up doing that. <laughs> I don't know if you remember back in the day when, like, you wanted Outback Steakhouse. Oh, you had to go to Martinsburg. And you had to go to yes, Martinsburg. Yes, I do. And you wanted to watch a, a good movie. You had to go to Martinsburg. Mm-hmm. So we would drive to Martinsburg. Little did we know, moving to town, that's what we ended up doing. We thought we wanted to be on the east side of town. And so, luckily, you know, not knowing the market, we were able to find a house in Pioneer Heights that we could afford that had some potential. We were able to finish the basement and fix it up. But it was a great neighborhood because it had newly built houses. They were built in the 90s. Um, So, at the time, the house is only seven or eight years old. Um, And... You could easily commute, and so we had neighbor friends who were commuting back and forth an hour, hour and a half into like the Pentagon and deeper into DC mm-hmm. areas. Um, we had neighbor friends who you know worked um, remotely. We had neighbor friends who worked in you know, a lot. Actually, come back to it. A lot of them did work in the DC area, Northern Virginia. Mm-hmm. So that east side of town was up and coming, and I've always shared. I feel like the east side of town has a higher property value if you took an exact same house like in pioneer heights and plopped it down in steven city for example i think that same apples to apples price per square foot of the house would be a little bit higher on the east side of town and i've always found that so i'm biased because that's kind of where i i feel like that shift has changed slightly when it comes to steven city because of steven city's location to 66 okay because so you're a Stephen City girl, I'm right? I'm a Stephen City All right, girl. All right, what are your what are the places where you're you've been living? So um, I grew up in Stonebrook. Um, and funny story uh-huh. about Stonebrook. So my dad was in sales. We moved here. Um, he got a job at Rubbermaid, 1982, I think. So we moved here. We were here for about a year and a half or so. Moved away, came back again, and my mom had loved Stonebrook. So mm-hmm. when we first moved here, we were in Stonebrook, and we moved back. We moved back to Stonebrook, and then. Um, after three years, there was an, uh, she didn't get the house she wanted, and so she wanted a house with a basement. We ended up moving into another one in the back of Stonebrook. So, okay. my, so we have lived in three wow. houses in Stonebrook. Nice. Um, and the last one they were in, they were in for 26 years. Beautiful home back on uh, uh, Anglass Road. Um, absolutely just gorgeous location. Mm-hmm. And one of the coolest things about Stonebrook is – you get a little bit of you know land without having too much. Most of the yep. lots there are yep. about an acre. Yep. Um, and the history of Stonebrook used to be a farm, which is why it's called Stonebrook Farms, right. actually. Right. And then the farm sold. Um, and I think the early 70s, they started developing it. Mm-hmm. And then the white back- farmhouse that technically was on Jones Road right. a couple of years ago. And I learned all about the history of that property and that land and how it was you know, hundreds of acres. And then over the years, it kind of consolidated. Mm-hmm. And there is that still that old white house right next to the club yep. there at Stonebrook. And um, it's not part of the neighborhood. And it has only a couple acres of property. But it has all the history mm-hmm. of that land. And what's neat about it, like the the second, the, it was the second house we were in there. We had the stone wall that went behind our property. Mm-hmm. So here we have a Civil War, I'm sure, time frame, built stone wall that's just behind our house. And, I mean, it was it was just it was beautiful and it was a great community to be in as a kid 
um, we were just a bike ride from the pool at right. any given point in time. And back then, you know, you'd be 12 years old. You'd get up in the morning. We were all, my family, we were swimmers. Um, several of the neighborhood kids were also on the swim team. Mm-hmm. And we had swim practice in the morning. So we yep. get up in the morning, ride our bikes down to swim practice, and then literally stay at the pool all day long. Sure. So that was our life. We had tennis lessons and all kinds of things. So, I mean, I'm I'm really lucky that I was able to grow up like that. So Stonebrook kind of it holds a very special place. That's definitely um, one of the top neighborhoods in the mm-hmm. area. You got to say, I mean, if you're looking for a house with a little bit of privacy around it with like an acre lot and then you have the pool nearby and the club of tennis it's close to town um mm-hmm. there's so many different features of what stonebrook offers it's close to the hospital yes so doctors can you know would like to live there as well yep and growing up, it was funny, on um, Halloween, we would go trick-or-treating, mm-hmm. and we had so many dentists and orthodontists. So yeah. half the time, you're getting candy. The other <laughs> half the time, you're getting toothbrushes <laughs> And bag. dental floss. But and, yeah, I, yeah. Can, I can think of at least 10 doctors. I think that was kind of the neighborhood to live in um, back at that point in time. Yeah. It was kind of the executives, I guess, and yep. a lot of the doctors that lived there. And then they end up um, building... Um, I can't even think of a meadow branch. They end up building houses up a meadow branch. Yeah, so you think of kind of those doctor-like kind of neighborhoods, and you say that only because they're close to the hospital. Right. Meadow branch is one that stands out. Um, Williamsburg Heights, which is just slightly connected, that's going to be part of the city, Mm -hmm. um, which is uh, all the roads merge, and and it goes from one neighborhood, technically a neighborhood, to the other neighborhood. And that one's attached to Whittier Acres, isn't it? uh, A little bit. Whittier Acres would be on the other side of um, Amherst. Oh, yeah, So those houses are built in like the 70s, 80s Mm -hmm. um, range. And then Meadow Branch is going to be like the 80s and 90s, right? Stonebrook is 70s um, is when they started building that, right? Right. Oh, yeah, because our house that we built on the second or moved into the second one was built in 1976. Mm -hmm. But Whittier Acres, um, Williamsburg Heights, Meadow Branch, those are all just on smaller lots, more like city, Mm -hmm. neighborhood-like kind of vibes. Stonebrook being on an acre lot, you really get the the expanse of having a big yard and feel like you're more out in the country but a little still, bit. But still having neighbors, which was just, yeah. which was great. Even like I said, as a kid and actually being in Stonebrook is where I fell in love with properties and houses and kind of real estate. Mm. Um, they were building them and we were wandering, you know, wandering the neighborhood as kids and we would go into the houses that were being built and check out the floor plans and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And that was kind of where my, my first love of real estate began was yeah. <laughs> back as like a, you know, 10-year-old, 11-year-old girl. Yeah. You know, and it's and talking about that time frame of houses being built up in, like, the 80s and that kind of time frame. Another neighborhood, do you ever know Windsor Road? Like, and the neighborhood's called Long Meadows. It's down Cedar Creek Grade, just past Jones Road, and it's on the left. So it has a similar location okay. to that. Oh, and they're yes, all yes. five-acre lots, and they're all huge houses. Mm-hmm. And so... That's if I'm given a tour of town, I'll typically drive out in that area just to show the differences of those neighborhoods, um, and then how close you are to the hospital and how close you are to town. Right. Um, and then Marker Miller is like a little further down the road, and those are nice places. But if you want a step up from an acre lot of mm-hmm. Stonebrook, 
to like a five-acre lot, you still have a neighborhood vibe out of that. Ross Common is another big yes. one in the same general vibe. <laughs> See, I general remember area. one of my best friends growing up. She used to live off of Merriman's Lane. Um, there used to be the, the big tree right there on the on the on a kind of a sharp turn. She lived up there, and there were two houses surrounded by uh, apple orchards, mm-hmm. and now it's just neighborhood. So uh, it's crazy to see yeah. um, the growth that's happened in yep. our area. Yep. And all those houses, I mean, now we're getting to the, the big fancy houses of like the the mansions of yes. Winchester, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and the and the, the old money that's that stepped in from moving from the city to the county that still was really close to town, you know? Yes. So, and so the, the growth of Winchester has kind of expanded um, blossomed outward a little bit. <laughs> you like that? Apple yes. blossom blossomed yes. out. Nice. To where it's still really close to town, but you have those properties that have a little bit of land, a little bit of privacy, and you feel like you're in the country, but you're still close to town. And those are just a few right. that we're naming off the top of yeah, our heads. Yeah, Stonebrook might be probably one of my favorites. Um, and I am quite biased to Stephen City. I moved there in early 2000 and really really haven't left. <laughs> so what are the neighborhoods there in Stephen City that so stand out to you? In Stephen City, um, when I first moved there, uh, it was Auburn Village. It's a great yep. area for, I feel like, starter homes at this point in time. It's an older neighborhood, mm-hmm. um, but they're just really neat houses. There are a lot of contemporary homes that are over there. And then, of course, Auburn Estates um, built onto it. Um, it's funny how they gave it the same name because they are two different neighborhoods. They are. They are conjoined and... Uh-huh. Um, so I actually lived, I lived in Auburn Village and built a house in Auburn Estates, and I, I loved it there. It's great neighborhoods, uh, right off of Warrior now. It's it's a great location. And then I ended up moving to Wakeland Manor, where I've been for 13 years, uh-huh. and I, I absolutely love it there. Okay. Um, the HOA has almost been cut in half since we first moved in. Really? So the, Because I mean, it started, like, close to 100 Yes, right? it was. Yeah. $97. And that was for the pool for mm-hmm. community center, for maybe like walking trails, you potentially. Get, um, tot, there's a tot lot, a great playground. There's tennis courts. Um, there's basketball courts. Okay. We have the outdoor pool, which is really nice. Yep. Um, so we've got a lot of great the, – the, the ponds there. A lot of people do do – a lot of people do do fishing. Uh-huh. They go fishing uh-huh. there. Yep. Um, so it's a lot of really great things to do. And it started out as $97, and I think we're at 57 Wow. Uh, and so for $57, and you have a pool? Yeah. I mean, it's a six-lane pool. You can lap swim in it. Um, there's a baby pool. Great neighborhood. So it's kind of been a little bit more sought after in the past few years. So if something comes on the market, they usually don't stay on mm-hmm. very long. They mm-hmm. are quick to go. Yep. Uh, great community feel. And um, so you can, especially for Wakeland Manor, you, you have townhouses also. Yes. Mm-hmm. and kind of middle-level houses, and then there's some big ones. Yes. So you don't have to be exclusively in one price point to get into the neighborhood. No, you're looking, I think, right now probably between 250 and 500 depending yeah. on whether you're in a townhouse or one of the homes. Yeah. Um, and they so, do ferry, but they don't, they don't – and it's connected to Cantor Estates, so it almost can kind of feel like one big neighborhood. I was neighborhood. about to say Cantor Estates because mm-hmm. when you were – reminding me about Interstate 66 and how Stephen City has grown. Stephen yes. City has expanded over the 20 years, so much so where <laughs> we don't talk about the roads, but, you know, the, the traffic and the travel around there, they're working on. I know that. But how it's grown so much to where it's expanded to 522, which makes it easy to get mm-hmm. down to the Front Royal area, 
the Walmart they put up there um, on that side of town, you would think, why did they put a Walmart in the middle of nowhere there? They were smart. Oh, I... I've spent way too much money they in that Walmart knew, over right? the years. But it makes it easy to shoot down 522 to get to 66 mm-hmm. to get to that part of Northern Virginia if that's the direction you're going. Well, my husband had worked in Manassas for um, 12 of the years we'd been there. And so he was in Virginia in the Sterling area. And mm-hmm. it's still, it's a little bit farther, but he takes the back roads over to Route 340, which is right there, Dinosaur Land area, sure. and heads east. Yep. So it's, I mean, it's a great, great commuter location. Yep. Yep. So then then there's the east side of town or even north side of town. So Mm -hmm. I mentioned Pioneer Heights. Redbud Run is a forgotten neighborhood, but that's off right off of Route 7. Mm -hmm. And then you can go to the other planned community um, up in Stevenson area. Um, Snowden Bridge. Snowden Bridge, which you basically have the same vibe as Wakeland Manor. Mm -hmm. I've always found that those two neighborhoods stand out to me in Winchester that give you the planned community vibe that give you kind of almost the sprawling northern virginia vibe yes. where they're looking to give you some of those townhouse middle carriage house like houses bigger houses a neighborhood a community pool Snowden bridge has like the big bubble tennis court mm-hmm. facility and swimming pool and and they have the new elementary school that's right and there. that's part of that yes. i mean because of the the recession and the decline back in the late 2000s they had to stop um the whole idea of building a school got put on hold. Now it's there. Mm-hmm. Um, it was, I think Jordan Springs, yep. I think is Jordan the Jordan Springs of it. Elementary. And then you have the, the Target and the Lowe's and the Texas Roadhouse Steakhouse mm-hmm. right there all along that whole area. So that makes that part of town unique as well. And I can foresee that part of town growing in the next 20 years. I, I agree. I believe the FBI building is down that yep. direction. And yep. so there's... And the how the proximity to West Virginia is nice. I mean, it's right. great for if you're get on 81 and you need to get on Route 7, wherever you need to go, it's um, it's yeah. great for, for commuting, traveling. Now, people have asked me, oh, and the Winchester Star brings it up too, but the, the proposed road of merging and making kind of the complete circle of Route 37 being on the west side of town right now, what does it look like to be on the east side? And last I talked with somebody in the city offices they said they're they're making headways but it's still very slow <laughs> they're, they're looking for funding they're they're hoping that it they would happen i know the winchester star put out an article about it oh maybe a month ago or so um just to kind of keep people informed but it's still at a point where it takes a lot of money it needs like tax state dollars right applied to it and even if they did have the funds, we're talking a good twenty years down the road. And I think this has been this has been talked about for, for 25, 15, 20 years also, yeah, right? It's, it's yeah. So if you live in those areas where they are proposing the road to pass through, I still would say, rest assured, you, <laughs> you're going to get a good many years out of those areas mm-hmm. in that house. Now, when they do finish that off, that will expand town even more. Which will make, again, that's I bring it up because Snowden Bridge, it would be kind of in that general area mm-hmm. where it would begin at the top part of the, I call it, call it like a clock. You know, right. the, the 12 o'clock part of the clock down to connect to 3 o'clock, down to 6 o'clock, down to, you know, where 37 currently mm-hmm. is. So um, it's years down the road. You know what it might actually be fun to do at some point in time and um, is to get someone from planning and zoning on here. 
and yeah. kind of talk about what the future is of the roads because I know there's yeah. so many different plans. Like even Warrior in Stephen City, Warrior ends it right through and connect with that new uh, road. Is it called Crossover Boulevard? Mm-hmm. Um, right there, the, mm-hmm. which I, I love that road. That's a great one. Yeah. Um, so I mean, there's so many different plans and road plans and um, for for getting. We'll put it on our town. list. Yeah. Get get some of our contacts in here I too uh, be, to chat about. That could be really neat. Planning. But um, yeah, so those are some of my favorite neighborhoods. Um, of course, uh, Lake Frederick. That's a really nice one. Yeah. Um, the HOAs are a little on the higher end, but you do have a lot more that you get for those HOAs. And it's not just a retirement community. Nope. I think the people feel like that's the case. Now they do have one portion of it mm-hmm. that is the 55 plus. But they're building even more townhouses or even out there. So, right. again, they're doing the same model where here's a neighborhood where you have kind of a entry level, mid-level, and then higher end level. But then they're also including the whole 55-plus retirement right. community. So it's not just for them. And I think that's kind of originally is where it was. And people just have been writing it off. I'm like, no, you can go live that. No, there. it's 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 a beautiful area, yeah. too, right around the lake. And, of course, the lake is a public lake access um, so anybody can go. We can't swim in it, which would be nice, but you certainly can go fishing. And they got paddle boats and yeah. um, kayaks, I believe, and canoes that you can rent to go out actually on the water. Yep. Well, I've got to circle back to my current neighborhood. If we're, I mean, we're coming full circle here. Uh, I still love being in town, and that's my favorite because when I did live on the east side of town, Route Seven was continually getting more and more traffic. And we realized with our family and our kids and our school situation, where we would go to church and everything still was the central location was near town. And it sounds awful, but to fight a 15-minute drive of traffic versus a three-minute drive, right? It, well, made, it, did it, makes, it, made a, it made a difference. And then we realized, okay, it's a kind of a cool place to be, being walking distance to downtown, being mm-hmm. by the old walking mall, being able to have my kids walk to school they are able to, they're close enough to walk to hanley um at the time it was the old john kerr building my youngest was able to walk there as well there is so many aspects to the old houses yes you have to fix them up and yes you have to maintain them <laughs> mm-hmm. but the vibe that you get of the construction quality and that was the one thing the first night we stayed in our house which is built in 1950 full brick as opposed to living in pioneer heights it was a little windy, and it felt like it was complete silence. And I just remember thinking to myself, wow, this is a difference of a brick house mm-hmm. built in the 50s as opposed to a house that's vinyl siding, which is the front brick facade. We could hear the wind at the old house. You can kind of, you wouldn't feel it shake, but you would just know, okay. It's, it's windy. <laughs> it's, there's a storm going outside. In this house that we're in now, it I feel like, man, you don't hear a storm hardly at all now we've had some major thunderstorms and stuff lately but that was one of the biggest senses to me and i did not expect that so the houses that are built in those 30s 40s 50s are built like tanks Mm -hmm. and um, it's just kind of fun to just slowly over time make it more modern and give it the character uh, keeping the character of the house of being old but then giving it some of the modern spins to it that's what I like. I love the city. I love being able to walk to those key areas in town. So that's my bias. 
for a my, neighborhood uh, to look for? My youngest and I, um, my daughter Molly, she had volleyball camp this week. And so when I was picking her up, we decided to come down Route 11. She was over off of uh, Welltown Pike. So when we came through uh, town, and so we were just driving down around all the, some of the, you know, Washington Street and Braddock Street and Stewart and Cecil. And she loves old houses. She has definitely watched um, too many Hallmark movies with me. <laughs> so uh, okay. She, You're a Hallmark she, movie person? Yes. At Christmas time, yes. I will admit to that. Um, but she watches them, so she gets that kind of feeling. And she was just loving all these older homes and she was talking about when to live somewhere like that where you can just kind of walk. She yeah. loves, like, the neighborhood yeah, feel. Yeah. So, yeah, we just had gone through and kind of done a little tour of Winchester ourselves on, I think it was on Tuesday. We we really do live in a just absolutely beautiful area. The city is so much history in it. It is beautiful. And then if you get out of town, you get, you know, mountain views just about everywhere you look. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just we're in a stunning area. Yep. It's amazing. And that's partly of what's inspired this podcast. Mm-hmm. So just to continue to share it to people, especially if you're not from the area and you're listening to us, learn to love it. And yep. um, that's what we're all about. Well, that was a fun time of just yeah, just catching up on all the neighborhoods. And if you guys have more questions or thoughts on any of the neighborhoods around here, let us know. We'd love to share them with you and give us our opinion. Well, I'd love to hear what other people's favorites are. Yeah, you know. sure. Post away. Yeah. Let us know. Share your picture. Tell us why you like where you live. Um, social media. I know you had a fun social media <laughs> post, so share away. I did. I saw that uh, you had gone golfing this week with yep. uh, a couple of like a little real estate. It was thing. a little real estate thing. It was Ben Moorhead, who was one of the home inspectors we use. It was his birthday, so we decided, and he's he likes to golf, but Ben, uh, you know. Keep working on the on the swing there, buddy. But yeah, it almost sounds like a joke because you had <laughs> so an appraiser, a lender, a realtor, and a home inspector go golfing. Go golfing one day, <laughs> and like... who comes away? Yeah, we all were not so good, but um, and I'm not sure about the scorecard. If there was, we all took one mulligan each uh, per nine, which that impacts your score. So yes, we're not official, you know, pro scoring golfers here, but. Um, uh, me and the lender, we won. We tied um, as far as total score. Me and the appraiser were teamed up to to try to beat the other two, um, and they beat us with the total number of holes that they won. So, eh, you know, you come out winning one version right. of the scorecard. found was uh, guys can't find the ketchup in the fridge, but they can find a tiny white ball 300 yards into the woods. Okay, so it's another male bashing <laughs> post. We had one or two of those a while back. Yes, I, I get it. I, call you know? it. I don't know if I'd call it male bashing versus male focus. Because oh, when yeah. you're trying to, yeah, fit, when you're in the Fine. fridge. No, I I can't see it. My know. husband would say that uh, minus looking for the a ball in the woods. I I miss stuff like that in the fridge all the time. It could be right in front of your face. Yeah. And you look at everything else but it. It doesn't matter. I mean, I remember my mother yelling at me about that when I was little, and now my wife still yells at me about that even when I'm grown. So mm-hmm. I, it doesn't change. Sorry, sorry, ladies. <laughs> doesn't change. Doesn't get better. Yeah. Well, um, we we want to continue to have you guys reach out to us. Let us know. Post away on social media. Let us know what you're thinking, what you're talking about, and especially the neighborhood concept. What do you like? What do you love about Winchester? We want to hear from you. Um, Tell us about what is 
going on in the world of Winchester and Frederick County? Because I know that there's a couple of fun events coming up as well before well, we wrap up. We've got a couple of fun events, but first of all, I do want to mention, because we've got schools getting ready to start back up again, yep. that this uh, this weekend is Virginia's three-day sales tax holiday. Oh, yeah, that's right. So starting Friday, um, it's Friday through Sunday, they can uh, you know go shopping if you're buying qualifying school supplies and clothing, you know whatever it might be. Mm-hmm. Um, no sales tax, because that does definitely add up. Interesting. All right. So, um, Star Tannery, their volunteer fire and rescue carnival is this weekend on Saturday. They're going to have food, games, bounce house, all sorts of things. Um, we've also got a family day. It's going to be at Frederick Douglass Park on North Kent Street on Saturday from 11 to 8. Cool. They're going to have vendors, and um, there's going to be a gospel concert. Um, there's a fourth annual Peach Festival is also going to be going on on Saturday at West Oaks Farm Market. Peach. Yes. Okay. Peach Festival. I don't think that. of peaches for Winchester, but I'm sure they would be amazing. Well, if West Oaks has them, um, they they grow good, really good quality produce. Yep, yep, yep. So that's basically what I found awesome. for what's coming up here in the this weekend. Sweet. Well, I'm excited about our next couple episodes. We're going to have some fun people in. And I like the idea. We'll get one of those city planners in here as well. Mm-hmm. So thanks for joining us in this episode of Iconic Talk. We hope you learned something from today's episode and look forward to sharing more with you next week. Remember, when you look for a real estate professional, make sure they're experienced, innovative, personal, dedicated, and available. If you have a moment, we would love it if you would leave us a rating and review. And if you're enjoying listening, take a moment to subscribe or share this podcast with your friends. Yep. Until next time, think iconic.